The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. Well, I hope you all had a spooky Halloween last Sunday. I've always liked Halloween. It's fun to dress up. It gives you an excuse to act like a kid for a day. Um, And it's a holiday filled with storytelling. I think that's the best part because stories are very effective at transporting you to some other place, uh, taking your mind off the troubles of the world. That's why I like video games so much. And sports. And music. Specifically playing a a musical instrument, I think, uh, as opposed to just listening to music, although that's nice too. And speaking of listening to music, once the holiday season is in full effect, I, I admit I play holiday music all day. But I'm fighting the urge right now. I just think it's too early. But anyway... Oh, and apparently it was Stress Awareness Day on Wednesday. So happy belated Stress Awareness Day. Uh, It doesn't really mean that much to me because I make it my business to increase awareness of stress every day, specifically chronic stress, and the direct impact that it could have on your health as well as your productivity and overall performance. So uh, there's also Stress Awareness Month, which is in April. I know that because um, I actually launched this podcast in April of 2020. So I guess that's good timing. But um, anyway, moving along, this weekend is Daylight Savings Time here in the United States where we put the clocks back an hour. So an extra hour to sleep or drink as the case may be or whatever you do. So... We should be happy, I guess. I mean, who couldn't use an extra hour, right? Of course, by the time I'm done figuring out how to change all my clocks and watches, the hour's gone. But uh, now we all have our opinions about this. Personally, I like daylight. And so, you know, because I'm busy in the mornings, you know, getting ready for work and, and then work all day. So I prefer more daylight in the evening. So this stinks for me because it robs me of an hour of daylight in the evening when the days were already getting shorter as it was. But I suppose for those who don't work or or have a different work schedule and prefer an earlier sunrise, I should be happy for them. But if it were up to me in the spring when we leap forward and lose an hour of sleep, I would put it up two hours and then just leave it there. No more back and forth. And this way, you get plenty of sunlight in the evening, even during the dead of winter. As it is now, from what I understand, it's possible that depression can be triggered during this time change. Specifically, it's called Seasonal Affective Disorder, or SAD. Now, according to the NIH, and I'll put the link in the show notes... But symptoms of major depression, so this would be a specific type of depression, SAD, 
but the symptoms of major depression may include feeling depressed most of the day, nearly every day, uh, losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, experiencing changes in appetite or weight, having problems with sleep, feeling sluggish or agitated, um, having low energy, feeling hopeless or worthless, having difficulty concentrating, having frequent thoughts of death or suicide. Now, for what they call winter pattern seasonal affective disorder, because there's a summer one too, but it's not as um, prevalent. But the additional specific symptoms could include oversleeping or hypersomnia, overeating, particularly with a craving for carbohydrates, weight gain, and social withdrawal or feeling like you're hibernating. So if you have any of these symptoms, please talk with your health care provider. But daylight savings time reminds me of another kind of side topic that I bring up from time to time, no pun intended, uh, which is the continuous nature of time. A good analogy or metaphor would be the law of conservation of energy, which states that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only change form. I think the same thing could be said for time management. There's always 24 hours a day. You, you can't shorten that or lengthen that. You can only change how you spend that time. So when it comes to forming habits, making lifestyle changes of any kind, behavioral change more broadly speaking, this factoid that there's only 24 hours in a day is very important because if you change anything about your routine, if you add some task like working out or meditating or um, taking more time to cook with less processed ingredients or you know going to the grocery store more frequently to get fresher produce or whatever, you're taking up time from whatever you used to do. Now, I'll concede that sometimes you don't always have to, you know, think through everything because whatever you gave up doing was probably less important anyway. And so everything just kind of falls into place. And that does happen with some folks. Okay. But more times than not, at least with me, but with many others, I'm sure, if we don't consciously plan for what we're going to give up time-wise, nine times out of 10, it's our sleep that ends up taking the hit either waking up earlier or going to bed later or both, which we probably can't afford to do. So this is, again, where the sustainability planning comes in uh, that I talk about often, specifically the task inventory and task trade-off and trade-off plan. Uh, and I, I've discussed this many times in previous episodes, specifically 9 and 10, and then uh, episodes 45, 46, and 48, if you want to give them a listen. So when a workplace wellness program or a wellness coach or a health coach or whomever advises you to take just 10 minutes in the morning to meditate or 15 minutes for a quick, efficient total body workout or to take the extra time to cook your meals from scratch because it's so much better for you than eating a lot of processed foods, that's time you have to take away from something else, which often gets overlooked or neglected, 
and inevitably the trade-off ends up being sleep and rest, as I as I mentioned. Um, and most of the time, that's not a good trade-off. Okay, yes, whatever your 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 new habit is is probably something good for you, but if the trade-off has to be sleep, that that trade-off is probably not a good trade-off. Okay, for most of us. So we want to incorporate the new habit for sure, but we want to do it in a way that the net benefit that there is a net benefit, a net positive benefit. Now another aspect to the continuous nature of time is the aging process. And that's from a physical sense, but also from a cognitive sense as well. You could do certain things to appear younger or to feel younger or even perform younger from a cognitive standpoint or, you know, uh, or from a physical standpoint, but you can't stop the aging process. And believe me, I'm reminded of this every day now uh, with my back injury, because even if you, even if you have no back issues, what I've learned is that your discs in your spine contain less and less fluid as you get older. And it, it acts as a shock absorber. And so when you have less fluid, this compresses your spine. Okay. And eventually most of us will experience back issues from what they call stenosis, where a nerve, uh, one of the nerve roots gets pinched as a result of that compression. So not to depress you or, you know, make things seem hopeless. Um, it's just a fact of life. It, it's, you know, partly how we're designed and the fact that we walk on two legs instead of on all fours, wear and tear and gravity and all that good stuff. And it's not just the physical things. It's it's the moments in time and how we perceive the world at any given moment. Kind of like what I was saying about Halloween and storytelling. From time to time, I watch old 70s and 80s cartoons and movies and TV shows that I watched as a kid in order to, again, transport me back in time or uh, as a temporary escape from the realities of today. But it's not the same experience as when I watched them as a kid. I'm thinking, boy, are these cartoons stupid. <laughs> but my, my mentality back then was completely different. My view of the world and life, my imagination was different. And so the experience was different and can't be recreated or preserved. You can't bottle it up and recreate the experience later in life. It doesn't work that way. And it's just another reminder of the continuous nature of time. And the significance of that in relation to stress is that you can't control the continuous nature of time. And the definition of stress is the emotional reaction to something you can't control or something you, you've lost control over or perceived to have lost control over. So you can try to fight it, but I think it's um, not, I think it's a fool's errand. Um, you know, better to embrace it, embrace life, embrace time, and just go with it. That's that's life. Go with it. You know, as a kid, the days seem longer. Let's let's face it. A, a year seems like forever as a kid. Uh, the relativeness of everything is different. But as an adult, you realize how short life really is. 
and how things can change on a dime. And again, I was reminded of that when I was injured, uh, you know, back in July. I, I went from a fairly active lifestyle to completely sedentary, uh, and that took some getting used to. But I'll, I'll be back for sure. I'll be hiking again and hopefully traveling and doing all sorts of things before you know it. It's just a waiting game now. As long as I don't do anything stupid or re-injure myself or, or make my situation worse somehow. So anyway, um, as we head into the darker days of winter and the cold, which all add stress to our lives, I invite you or challenge you to see the beauty in winter. The awesome, albeit early, sunsets. The crispness of the cold air. I almost said Christmas. <laughs> uh, the difference in, in the landscapes due to less foliage, and just the wondrous nature of our world and how the seasons change like clockwork. I don't know about you, but it gives me a sense of calm, a sense of comfort and normalcy in an ever-changing world, something that you can always rely on, the consistency of the seasonal changes, and for that matter, the sunrise and the sunset. And as far as the continuous nature of time, again, I Try not to fight the aging process, but rather accept life as it is and try to enjoy the world and and, and just kind of go along at, at that pace. Uh, and of course, help people along the way in whatever capacity I, I can, including but not limited to this podcast. So anyway, that's my two cents for this week. I really value your feedback. Please don't be shy. You can post a comment on the Perfect Stress Facebook page. And always feel free to email me directly at adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Again, um, that's it for this week. Please stay safe. Wishing you good health and success. And as always, thank you very much for listening. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try MyStressAlarm.com today. It's free for a limited time, there's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's MyStressAlarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in, and if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, stress less to be your best. <laughs>